Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. That's January. <sighs> Let's talk about this because a lot of things we need to kind of reflect on in January. And apparently, right, to-do lists and getting things done is a big thing in January. But procrastination is not necessarily a time management problem, but also an emotional management problem. And here to discuss what it is and how we can take steps to beat it is life and leadership coach Kira Conlon is in studio. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. How are you? Very well, thank you. It's lovely to have you. Now, we've all heard of the term procrastination, but can you define for us what it is in its true sense? So what it really means is belonging to tomorrow. But what we know it as is not doing what we should be Put doing. Putting things off. Putting <laughs> things off. Okay. And um, what would you say are the primary reasons behind procrastinating? So there are many, many reasons. You know, it depends on the person. It depends on the actual task that we're procrastinating on. But overall, it's kind of because the human brain uh, prefers gratification now than uh, in the future. Okay. Okay. Now, some people would... Um I don't know, unkindly associated with being lazy. Is, yeah. Would you say that's the case? Not at all, okay. really. I mean, even, even when we talk about laziness or procrastination, there are many, many reasons why. You know, somebody isn't just necessarily lazy because that's part of their character. It could be depression. It could be anxiety. You know, there are many reasons for that as well. Just like in procrastination, if you're procrastinating over renewing your passport or procrastinating over um, maybe sliding into somebody's DMs, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, we're you know about they're, earlier. they're very different okay. reasons um, behind it. When does it become a problem then in your life if you are a procrastinator? When is it, when does it become an issue? So the different types of procrastination. Let's say if you're procrastinating on doing a task at work, you know that's not really going to have a huge detrimental effect if you get it done eventually. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of deadline-driven procrastination that we all do. And yes, while it can have a negative effect on our lives, it doesn't really matter because we tend to eventually get it done. Whereas the other type of procrastination is kind of when we procrastinate on our big goals, on changing career, on, you know, maybe reaching out to that person that we fancied for ages. Mm -hmm. So these things actually impact our happiness overall. So that to me would be the the more serious procrastination. Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. If there's a task that we're facing, I think we're all, I immediately (laughs) thought of one when I heard you were coming in, something that I have to get done immediately. Um, But I haven't done it um, because I keep putting on the long finger, all those things and all those things that end to do with tax and accountants and, you know, like all the, especially if you're self-employed, there's lots of things that we need to consider, but they're no fun. So we put them on the long finger and then get them done in a rush uh, where we need to. But down to the nitty gritty, what strategies can we adopt to get things done? Because we all want to get things done, especially, uh, you know, the start of the year. What should we be considering or put into place? So when it comes to, let's say, goals or trying to change your life or even those tasks that have been hanging around Mm -hmm. that really frustrate you, It's about getting clear about what we actually have to get done. So not having just this lump of overwhelm and chaos in our heads, get it out of your head, get it on a piece of paper 
and then start to make decisions. So one quote I love is clutter is postponed decisions. So we leave things lying around because we haven't decided what to do with them. So when we see it on the page, you make a decision on each item. And then we say, when am I going to do this? And one of my top tips, you know, I've been doing this for years, Jen, and one of my top tips is to use your calendar. So actually write things into your electronic calendar or your paper calendar and commit. Now, it's fu- sorry, I'm going to put in. It's <laughs> funny you said that. John, John, we were talking about this last year, very recently, about to-do lists, okay? Because yeah. there's one thing about writing a to-do list of all the things you need to do. But there's another thing in putting it into a calendar and giving you... Like a deadline, You've I made suppose. a decision. You've made a decision yeah, when yeah. you're going to do now, it. No, it doesn't always mean that you're going to follow through with that decision. You know, very often we put things off. But the fact is you're clearer. You're clearer and you've kind of half commit to it, at least by doing that. Now, overall, we need to be kind of clear about our goals. We need to break them down. So let's say, what am I trying to achieve in the next quarter? What am I trying to achieve in the next month? And we break it down. That's why I created the Lifeflow Planner, which is for that reason to kind of give people a goal setting strategy to start off with high level. What do I want in my life? And then break it down, break it down, break it down, right down to the day. What am I doing today? Mm. So I'm clear about the long term strategy. And then it's what do I have to do today? What are my priorities in order to get that goal? Okay, breaking it down. It's very, it's funny because when I worked in sales many, 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 many years ago, we always focused on goals. So we would have short-term goals, we'd have mid-term goals, we have yep. long-term goals and they're all kind of correlated. And it does help you keep focus. So uh, you're a big fan of the to-do list, I would say. The to-do list, no. Oh. A to-do list can be overwhelming. Mm. It's about getting it out of your head, what I call it mind download. So a big dump of all the stuff that's swimming around in your head, get it out on paper and then make decisions on it. Okay. Now, what do we do with that? We either actually decide Wednesday at three, I'm doing that task and we write it into the calendar or... What, I, what we need to do is kind of use a task list. Now, what's the difference between a to-do list and a task list? A task list is categorised. Okay. So it's not just this lump of stuff. We're actually separating it into projects if you're in work or a personal list, a professional list, a fun list. So we're not looking at all of these different items on the page that I have to do. That creates overwhelm. I like the idea of a brain dump on a page because there's so many things that we want to get done. But if you just get it all in and look at it and then prioritise, that is a much... That's actually... I'm going to do that. That sounds like a much better... (laughs) Did you get it in for me specifically? Um, It's a much better strategy, isn't it, than just trying to, you know, um, figure out what needs to get done and when. Um, how do you feel about rewarding yourself after getting stuff done? Like a little reward, you know, and, you know, I made that decision. I, I cleaned the yeah, kids' bedroom. Yeah, I'm all for I, rewards. Yeah. I'm all for treats. <laughs> but there is an element, Jen, when it comes to, let's say, when, with a lot of our goals, what we're doing is we're creating a habit in order to achieve it. So any fitness goals, any weight loss goals, we have to create habits. Yeah. And there is an internal mechanism, let's say a behavioural loop when we create a habit. We um, have a trigger, which is something that causes us to do the habit. It could be a time of the day. It could be another activity. 
then we do the habit and then there is a natural reward generally with a lot of habits like endorphins when we mm-hmm. exercise. Um, sometimes we have to put in that reward, let's say, like going shopping or something um, just to give ourselves an extra treat. An extra if we've, little bonus. Uh, yeah, an extra little bonus. Kira, <laughs> uh, does having access to the internet and social media in our pockets make procrastination even harder to overcome these days? Well, yeah. I mean, mm. distraction is is everywhere. Our whole world is is full of distraction, overwhelm. You know, we have uh, our inboxes are full. So, yeah, it does require maybe that extra little bit of discipline. And one way to kind of overcome that is one is it's making those decisions, putting it in the calendar. But in another way, if we're trying to complete a habit by habit tracking, So what we're doing with that is we're ticking a box to say we've achieved something every day, but that actually releases dopamine, which is obviously our Mm -hmm. our, um, neurochemical for motivation that keeps us going. So, um, yeah, again, it's that back to that kind of goal setting, being clear about what you want to achieve, then we're less likely to get distracted by all of the things around us. Sure. Let's talk about the workplace for a second because a lot of people uh, have said to me, you know, I get a lot more work done at home, even in here, you know, and we're a very social environment and all that kind of stuff and ideas and all that, but people tend to uh, not procrastinate or get distracted when they're at home. They just get the job done or whatever because there's less people to talk to. And we do spend a lot of time at our workplace are there positive steps an organisation can take to lower levels of procrastination and just keep people motivated to get yeah. the job done? In my opinion, it's about flexibility. You know, human beings cannot be productive from nine to five every day. It's just no. not possible. So by allowing adults to make decisions about when they are most productive, we all have circadian rhythms. The ultradian rhythm is a smaller rhythm in the day, you know, and we, we need to kind of learn our own rhythms when we feel most productive and to plan our time around that. And, you know, some modern organisations would be known for giving their employees breaks maybe having a little nap, but especially at home, we're much more in tune with that. We focus when we know we can focus and we might take a break or stick on a wash, um, you know, to take those breaks. But breaks are so important for productivity. It fuels our focus, let's okay. say. Yeah. Okay, so just to recap, if we're feeling a little overwhelmed with things we need to get, get done this year, a brain dump is first and foremost what you should yep, do. Absolutely. Get it out on a page and then prioritise what you want to do and maybe stick it in a calendar. Yes. Okay, yep. some great advice. Uh, Kira. thank you so much uh, for all the advice that we can all do with in this early part of January. Uh, that was a life and leadership coach, Kira Conlon. If people want to get in touch with you, do you have a website, a handle that people can... KiraConlon.com or Coach Kira on social. Love it. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.